to the show. It is Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Holly Roberts is with us for hour one. What we've all been waiting for, the Oscar nominations. They came out this morning. Woo! Oh, there's a lot. There's a lot. We'll we'll sprinkle uh, some nominees in throughout the whole show. But the biggies, basically, Holly just had in her dirt alert. Pretty much uh, every movie that's uh, been released this year. Well, with Best Picture, ever (laughs) since, oh gosh, a handful of years ago, maybe five, ten years ago, they expanded the Best Picture category, where, as far as I understand, it could be up to ten. It didn't have to be ten. Some years it's eight. But it used to be five, and people were like, no, we need five. More, we need a better representation of like other movies that are out there that don't just... Then give it a different category, I say. Well, I... Best would've... overall picture, best picture, box office, you know, blockbuster. Yeah. I, when it expanded to 10, I hoped that more mainstream movies would get some love as opposed to these smaller budget campaign supported late in the year movies that if you ask, I'm going to read you now okay. the 10 movies that are nominated for best picture I believe it's 10 um and then I just most of America how do you think most of America would respond to how many of these they have seen okay american fiction anatomy of a fall barbie mm mm-hmm. mhm the Holdovers, mm-hmm. Killers of the Flower Moon, mm-hmm. Maestro, mm-hmm. Oppenheimer, Mm-mm. Past Lives, mm-hmm. Poor Things, mm-hmm. The Zone of Interest. I'm going to guess most people on average have seen half three. Okay, yeah, most people, maybe two or three. Yeah. I've seen four. But cool, good for them. I mean, and I'm sure there are a lot of great movies all represented there. Um, but hey, this ain't the People's Choice Awards. This isn't the MTV uh, Movie Awards. Right. You know, best on screen kiss. <laughs> Which, That'd be fun. I hate that. I hate it so much. Oh, you much. do? I do. Oh. I'm like, I, I, I yeah. don't waste my time. Oh, I'm like, waste it. <laughs> I know. I know. Waste it. That's what I makes the world go around, you know? I guess so. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Best actor. Can we go through a few of these? Yeah, of course. We'll go through some of the biggies. Uh, actor in a leading role, Bradley Cooper for Maestro. Coleman Domingo for Rustin. Paul Giamatti for The Holdovers. Killian Murphy, Oppenheimer, no surprise there, and Jeffrey Wright for American Fiction. Do you have a a feeling who's going to win? Um, you know, Paul Giamatti has uh, has he won the Golden Globe. Um, remember, he took it to In and Out right after. That's right, which was great. He was great. He was talking about endorsements because they got like was it pizza in a bag. That was served to them at oh, the Golden Globe. That was the Critics' Choice Critics Award. Critics' Choice. Okay. Yeah. He was very funny about that. He was like, Paul Giamatti for pizza in a bag <laughs> during his acceptance speech. It was very funny. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, you, you'll forget, but Paul Giamatti was in The Truman Show, which I just watched ah, with the kids over he the He was weekend. in a lot of movies, and... I can't believe he's never won enough. He's a fine actor. You know, um, I so anyway, I think I think it could end up going to Paul Giamatti. I I think it's a Paul Giamatti, Killian Murphy. Yeah, thing. I don't think Bradley Cooper. I'm not getting. I the think vibe he of might be Cooper. an upset. I think. If, oh yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, that would be shocking if he won. But also, he was that good. That film, I believe, is backed by like Steven Spielberg. I mean, I think there are. A lot of big names tied to the movie, so it's he might get some votes. Sure. 
Yeah, I think, I, I swear it's like Scorsese. Yeah, he mm-hmm. produced it and so did Steven Spielberg. Spielberg and Scorsese, did you say? Yes. So now you got those two big names behind you with lots of connections that might say, hey, let's throw Bradley Cooper some love. Best directing, Greta Gerwig did not get a uh, mention for Barbie. Stop it. There's your snub. Uh, Justine Trier from Anatomy of a Fall. Martin Scorsese, Killers of the Flower Moon. The aforementioned Christopher Nolan, Oppenheimer. Yorgos Lanthimos for Poor Things. And Jonathan Glazer for The Zone of Interest. So that's a little bit of an upset. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Snubbery. Uh, Best Best Actress in a Leading Role. Sure. We have Annette Bening for Nyad. Lily Gladstone for Killers of the Flower Moon. Sandra Huller for Anatomy of a Fall. Carrie Mulligan in Maestro. And Emma Stone for Poor Things. And the Academy Award goes to... Annette Bening. Emma Stone for Poor Things. That's right. <laughs> That's my guess. I would just like to see like something that is unexpected. Personally. Some... That's just me. How about like a guy uh, goes up on stage and, and smacks uh, whoever is presenting? Yeah. Boom. See, it's been a while since we've had a yeah, slap. We need a slap. Donna's starting bring back the Oscars slap. <laughs> we want bring slap back. Uh, that was unexpected. That gave me my unexpected for a few years at the Oscars. That was so weird. I was like, oh, this is a, a joke. Moment. This is a joke. Oh then gosh. I was like, you know, you're having like an out-of-body experience as you're watching this. Like, yes. what is happening? That was legitimately difficult for the country slash world to process yeah yeah. it was strangely difficult to process when you see something so shocking and unexpected yeah and this i don't know what was the slap actually wasn't the most a difficult thing to process it was when he went back to his chair and started screaming keep my wife's name out your bleeping mouth that was like because that was when we all knew it was real and we all continue to pray for Lupita Nyong'o, who was right behind <laughs> Will Smith at that moment and right. just had to hold a stoic face of like, holy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, God. And then seeing, you know, people get, I don't know if, I don't remember seeing now my memory's fuzzy. If we saw it live or did we see it later, like all the people getting up, like Tyler Perry? No, that would have been after. That was after. That was Twitter later that night. Showing behind the scenes stuff. Yeah, okay. yeah we Denzel saw and Tyler. It live, but it was on a delay. So yes. then it was bleeped out. And then it was cut then, that part. Okay. Well, it was raw. I mean, that was, whoo. Then we had to go to the Australian Australia. footage. Yes. Because it was uncut and uncensored. And then ah, you could hear what that's was really right. happening. Yeah. Got and it. that, yeah, and then Rocco sent, texted us. I remember that. He texted us the video of it. And I was like, what did I miss? He, anybody else would have been escorted out of the building. I'm still kind of. Not anybody else. Denzel wouldn't have. George Clooney wouldn't have. I mean, I think a lot of that just shows the shock of the moment how people don't react. But I don't, I don't think that's fair to say anybody else. I don't think well, Will, I, I think Will I, got special guess... treatment, but the whole room would have. I guess I wasn't even thinking in terms of celebrity. I'm thinking the normal person yes, would yes. have been escorted out of an event if something like that took place. For sure. Yes. That was weird. And then he wins the award. How gross. And gets a standing O. Ugh. And, you know, it was... But again, nobody knew how to process it. Right. And I think people, with hindsight, and after the adrenaline and the shock More of the moment shock, of being yeah. in that room... 
we felt the shock in Minnesota in our living rooms. Imagine if you're there. There's probably a a real weirdness that you look back and think, did I act the way that is most reflective of my values for what I just saw? Yeah, yeah. You just, you know, you're in the moment. What do you do? Don't do the slapping part yeah, is probably let's, let's where we would start with people. that for that's any kids who are listening. Uh, we'll take a break. When we come back, we have a lot to get to today. Rock O'Clock, same name game at 1130. College Pop Culture Knowledge at 930. And kind of a version of Jeopardy uh, coming up at 9, uh, excuse me, 930 today. College Pop Culture Knowledge is 1030. Guys, listen, I've already screwed this up. Who cares? If you're here, it's because you like the sound of our voices and you want to give us another shot. <laughs> Stay with second us. Chances, yes, second yes, chances. Yes, yes. Donna and Steve right. on my side. Bye. Yeah. Oh, hi, it's Donna. Here to talk to you about Blaze Credit Union. You're like, Blaze Credit Union? What's that? Well, what happened was Spire Credit Union and Highway Credit Union, those two merged on January 1st of this year. And so now they're calling their credit union Blaze. Uh, Blaze has got loans for you to borrow money for any purpose, like uh, newer used vehicles. They get that loan done fast, and they've always um, also have extended warranty plans. And those plans, you guys, are much better coverage. They're at a lower cost than the dealer, so definitely look into that. They've also got home loans, home equity loans. They've got free checking. There are no ma- uh, monthly maintenance fees. That's fantastic. Plus, all Blaze credit cards give back 0.25% of your purchases to our local community. And since they started that program, they've given back nearly $2 million. I am a member of uh, Blaze. You can be a member too. 26 branches across Minnesota. Find one near you. BladeCU.com. Blaze is insured by NCUA, an equal housing opportunity lender. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, good morning. Welcome back. Thanks for listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Ooh, I have a list of names, normal names, I might add, quote unquote, uh, that are going extinct. I just can't believe my name isn't on this list. Two other people at the station have names on this list. Yeah, and it's going to be a Uh-oh. tough day for them. The uh uh, it's almost like a letter in particular. I tried to find out where Donna and Steve are on just list. We are very unpopular. Oh, okay. Nation. So maybe we're already extinct. We may be. Tell me the last <laughs> time you saw a baby announcement and it said, meet Donna. Right. The baby. Right. Oh, baby Donna. <laughs> I, I have never met a baby Donna. I've been alive for 40 years. I never have either. Oh my gosh, Donna, were you maybe never a baby? <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> Did you come from a Donna factory? I'm gonna I'm gonna research more on the name Donna. You almost you. have to have a nickname prepared because Donna to call a little just a little goo goo gaga creature that sounds weird. You'd have to be like Nana, Nanny. Yeah. I don't Donna know. Donna sounds like a nickname. Donna was the one. Oh my gosh! In what? 2021. Donna was the 1,872nd <laughs> most popular girl's name. Quick, think of 1,871 <laughs> other female names besides Donna. Oh, my Oh my gosh. Listen to this, Donna. Okay. I know you have a list to get to, but this is, okay. this is pressing for our listener. You are our girl, Gary. In 2021, in the whole year. There were 105 baby girls <gasps> named Donna in the world. In the world. Oh, Donna. One out of every 16,947 baby girls were named Donna. Donna. Hey, that's pretty good. That's actually, yours is probably soon to be the deadest name of all the names that we'll say. <laughs> and again, for any listener, think back to the time that there was a baby in a onesie named Donna. <laughs> And I bet you can't think of one. Oh my word! That is crazy, Donna. This is a little. This is a lot for me to take in. I me too. Well, and the name. So I'm trying to think of my sister's names. Yeah. Oh my god. You know, I'm trying to think. Is there some kind of biblical? You know, it's a form of Madonna. So you would think there would be more Donnas, just for that. You know, kids who get baptized, and you know, don't they usually name have some kind of variation of a Bible name? No, not always. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm trying to find out where. Okay, so wow, Steve, Stephen with a V, by the way, 129th most popular name for boys. That's not bad. No, that that's not that's not bad. That's about where we are. Rare is the Stephen. You don't. There's not. It's not where. It's not a cool name. It's just a name. It's a very utilitarian name, but mm. Donna, 1,872nd on the list. We're going to lose you. You might be the last one. Oh, my God. I'm bringing Donna back. No, no, I'm no. I'm bringing I think Donna back. I'm going to name all my famous Donnas. No. Donna Kelsey, Donna Mills. Okay, uh, think of the the, the median age of who you're mentioning so far. You are ushering Donna out. You're not bringing Donna back. You're ushering Donna <laughs> you're out. Right. You may be the final matriarch who Donna carries Karen. the name. I mean, you did have a song. Named after you, called Donna, but that's that true. was back in the 1950s. By Richie Valens. <laughs> no, wait. I think there was. Oh, was there a Donna, Donna song in the 90s? I think there was a Donna song in the 90s. Mm. Donna Mills, Donna Reed, Donna Summer. You're right. They're Donna. all older ladies. Honestly, you know, it's funny that this never dawned on you or Marley whenever you sought to bring Gary back. I know. We should be bringing you me never back. turned the mirror around. And realize you are more at risk. Uh, let me find out where Gary is on the list. I bet he's made a comeback. There's a, isn't there like a Luminaire song? Yes, there is. Okay. So okay. you're oh in this century, Donna. Yeah. Donna, but there was a Hey Donna, too. I'll, I'll get to your that. Your name is so much rarer than Gary. It is? One out of every 7,384 baby boy, boys are named Gary. For those who are just tuning in, only one out of every 16,700 girls are named Donna. Holy crap. Who's holding Donna now by DeBarge? Remember that one. Thank you. I feel like I need to. I'm just going to keep r- here's what this feels rattling like. off names here. 
You know how Antique Roadshow, um, they'll come over and they'll look at an old table you have that you're <laughs> yes. about to get rid of, and then they're like, hey, by the way, that was used by the queen 300 years ago, and it's worth a gazillion dollars. I now feel like I need to care better for you because you are your name is an antique is a rarity thank you and i need we need to care well for you who wants to blend in am i right there's also Ah. a song that is called um oh gosh hey donna that's the one i didn't recognize the name of the band something syndicate do you remember them halls no Hmm. um Holly, do you, speaking of songs with names in them, yeah. Rhythm Syndicate is the name of it. Okay. Do you feel like it's your name when when they say, like, have a holly jolly Christmas? Or do you differentiate, okay, that has a different meaning than, like, person name that I have? Yeah, I disassociate. Okay. But as a person who doesn't like their name, I just totally disassociate. Oh, my God, it's You a don't great like name. your name? No. I love holly. the name Holly. Mm. No, Queen, you need to love that name. It's a great name. It just is at this point. I'm too lazy to do anything about it. Well, don't do you- know an alternative. <laughs> All right, well, let me run down the I'm list, of, the list yeah. of names. We'll swap. <laughs> Donna 1, Donna 2. Uh, here we go. Nora is down 91 spots. She comes in at number 10. Number 9 is Angela. Number 8, Bradley. Yep, sorry, Brad. Down 104 spots no. after dropping 77 spots the year before. Uh, these are names that are going extinct. Uh, Diana, well, Michelle. That's my middle name. Oh, it oh, is. No. Okay. Michelle, Amanda, Johnny, Mackenzie, if you can believe it. Oh, that's surprising. Oh, forward out for spots. Julius. <laughs> <laughs> And Brooke. Brooke was just the 471st most popular name for girls last year. That's down about 200 spots from 2022. So that's and, significant. And think about how much more popular all of those names are than Donna. Ah! <laughs> I mean, that is the takeaway. Wow. Donna. The next time I get a dog, I'm going to name it Donna. Oh, Donna, Donna and Donna. Donna Jr. I love it. Oh, wow. Yeah, Only that, that 105 babies named Donna. Let's bring Donna back. In the year 2021. We got to go. We'll take a break. We'll All rebound right. after this. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment. We got Holly Roberts with us for a couple more segments. Also known as Donna 2. Yes. Donna 2. I want you to call me Holly now. <laughs> Let's see how many people we can confuse. Or Donna V, and then we could do like Donna R. 
Donna Roberts. Guys, the doesn't matter what we do for the next two and a half hours. You're gonna be focused on the this. The only thing I will think of is how all this time Donna's name has been unbelievably unpopular and is dying. You heard her single handedly save Gary a number of years back. She and Marley did as a show. And uh all the while Donna was turning into a vapor. There were one hundred and five <laughs> babies last year who were named Donna. I've always been aware of the fact that nobody's named Donna. It's not like a new, you know what I mean? I didn't just discover this today. No, but Donna, okay, that's defense that's talking. No, I'm just saying like, no, 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 I'm not hurt by it. I'm just hyper aware that there are no babies named Donna. You know, when I said like, wow, have you ever seen a baby? And somebody said, hi, this is Donna. I thought maybe that's just anecdotal in my life. And then to 100 <laughs> babies, 105 babies. In the United States, how many babies are born? I don't know. It's I don't too know, 16,000 something? No, it's one out of every 16,000. Oh, it's named Donna. Oh, I see, I see. Oh, so the, a lot of babies. Okay. I don't know. I bet the birth rate is down quite a bit. How many? Here's a guessing game because we are going to do a little Jeopardy during uh, this we segment. How oh. many? How many babies do you think are born in the United States each year? We'll all guess, and I'll find the answer for us. This is like how far do you think we are from the sun? It's very. I know. I'm like I don't know. Fifteen miles. Got <laughs> <laughs> some sunscreen on. Uh, <laughs> I don't want that. That's my defense mechanism when I don't want to do something. I'm just like, I don't know, five feet. I am going to <laughs> guess that there are 2.4 million babies born in the United States every year. 2.4 million. All right. How about you, Donna? I'm going to guess the same. Donna, don't be, <laughs> stop being like this. I don't know. I have no idea how Just many babies Just guess. Are born. No one's going to think you're any dumber than they already think right we are. Right here in the U.S., I would yes. say, I don't know, uh, 1.9. Should have made you go first. <laughs> Holly, do you have a guess? I'm going to go with 2 million babies, Bob. 2 million babies. Oh, good answer. Good answer. Yeah, good answer. Uh, good answer. Play. We'll do babies. closest without going over. Price is right rules always in effect. And I think with a guess of 2.4 million, um, I think I would be right. 3.6 million wow. babies. Babies! That's a lot. Wow. Wow. Uh-uh. Wow. No, it's, it's getting worse. <laughs> wait, wait. I don't know if you're doing the lady or the guy. I'm doing the lady. All right. Wow. Wait, From are you White doing Rose. Owen Wilson? Oh, no, Jennifer I'm doing Coolidge. Jennifer Coolidge. <laughs> I started out as Owen Wilson, then I turned it into... You're a bad dog. What are you talking about? Wow. Thank you. Wow. No. <laughs> the, the thank you was actually pretty good. There was thank, something in the yeah, you there. You. That sounded nice. All right, anyway, back to whatever we're talking about. Um... Emma Stone, we uh, mentioned this last week. She wants to be on Jeopardy. Uh, Ken Jennings was on Live with Kelly and Mark yesterday. Oh. And they brought this up That's to her. That's why. Okay. And um, and he was like, yeah, we'd love to have her on. But there's a catch because she doesn't want to do Celebrity Jeopardy. Right. 
She wants to earn her way on. Now, Ken Jennings did say she would have a good advantage because part of it is the intellect. They need to make sure they have people there who can hold their own intellectually, right. of course. She's got to pass all the tests and all that, yeah. But another part of it is how do they do on camera as well? To some extent, they're casting for a TV show. And so he said, you know, obviously, she'd do great there. So she has a, a leg up on the competition from a on-camera comfort standpoint. She would still need to... Um, She'd still need to prove it, though, that she's sure. got the academic intellectual chops. That That's amazing that she does and that she feels confident that she would do well. I Now, I told you I watched Celebrity Jeopardy. I was like, okay, I could play this game now that they've dumbed it down. Mm, I bet your favorite category is the pen is mightier. Mm, that's good, Holly, but I don't recall if that was a category. Mm. You know what I do poorly on? The things that are... What is that? Too <laughs> what is the pen is mightier? Celebrity Jeopardy. Is Saturday that a Night penis. Live. <laughs> Think about penis. it. Penis. All right. All right. Sean Connery, <laughs> yes. Turd Ferguson. The yes. whole thing. Right. Right. Yes, whatever. There was one that was... Um, <laughs> Appetites. Uh, yeah. <laughs> was misread. Okay. Anyway, all right. I got it. I got it. Comedy. Yeah. I do mm. not do well on the actual categories where you you say a word and then it's a phrase too. So the oh yeah, it in the form it, of a question. Right, but it's like you know how sometimes Wheel of Fortune will do that. They'll be like da 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 da. It'll be two phrases in oh, one. Oh, like a before, like and, a before after. and after. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, bad at that. My mind can't handle yeah, that. Yeah, I'd like you on Jeopardy, Donna. You buzz it and you're like, I don't, whatever. Yeah, I, um, <laughs> um I what care. is, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and once she would start losing, she would commit to that. Yes. Whatever, who cares? What is, nobody cares? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's get Donna on Jeopardy. Yes. Yeah. I want Donna on right next to Emma Stone and then like James Holzhauer. Ding, ding, ding. What is, what do you think, you're better than me? Yeah, what is nerd to my left and right? Okay, well, What that, is nerd alert? Donna. Donna gets escorted off for inadvertent yeah. nerd And I'm still speech. like, as they're pulling yeah. me off the stage, I'm still yelling. She's yelling at Jennings, you're no Trebek! All right, I've got some easy Jeopardy questions for everybody. Okay. Um, so listeners, play along. I'm going to start easy. I found this like, here are 25 super easy questions. And then that's going to get you feeling confident. And then we're going to switch to some real Jeopardy questions. Okay. okay. Um, all right. Now, with with no disrespect to you, Donna. <laughs> right. Holly, you can't play this version of it because... It's too easy for you. You're smarter than she you're, you're better at games than she is, sure. I should say. Trivia. You have a good trivia. No, you're smarter. That's fine. It's better if you say it instead of me saying yeah. it about you, Donna. It's true. I'm not that smart. Um, all right, Donna, you ready? Not really. It's said that it takes two to do this dance I that mean, evolved in Buenos Aires. <laughs> okay, Tango. Okay, see, this is how you would start. Cocky and smug. Oh, <laughs> no, I want no, you I'm on Jeopardy smug. so I'm bad. I'm just like, I'm laughing at how easy the questions are compared to what Holly would be faced with. We'll get there. A class in school... Or a record of where you've gone in a web browser? 
a class in school. Or, or a record of where you've gone in a web browser. No, wait. What is, what is, wait. You got this done. Class in school. What is. She's not so smug anymore. What is history? Yes. Okay, yeah. Don't answer like that, though. They'll kick you off that show for the tone of voice. I just felt like that might not have been the answer because it's too embarrassing okay i guys start a petition this woman's freaking name is going extinct we have to get her on jeopardy <laughs> no, that's don't. asap no i will never ever go on jeopardy for easter snickers comes in this shape roll them roll them what does roll them mean? This is why I want you on Jeopardy. But you what is roll them? You have That's to not be... my answer. That's my question. I know that's not your answer. <laughs> but roll I need em. you on Jeopardy mic'd up the whole time so that Ken Jennings reads the question that the team thought about and wrote and were really put a lot of attention what into. What is egg? There you go. What is but roll them? This is where I, I you need to be mic'd but up the I whole time you're on Jeopardy. You, I am asking you, Steve Patterson, what does roll em mean? Like you could roll an egg. That's so stupid. Who does that? This is why we need you on Jeopardy. <laughs> they, because... do it at, they do it at the White House, Donna. What are you calling our country stupid? Oh, like yeah. an egg roll. What are you, anti-American? Wait a second. Isn't that Chinese? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> They've taken so much from us. They won't take our egg roll? I see what you mean. <laughs> Uh, wait, an egg roll? Do we call it an egg roll or an egg hunt? You can roll an egg. It doesn't matter. This is why what you have to it? be on why Jeopardy. Are, wait, why Your are mic we, needs where? to be hot the whole time. Why are we rolling eggs? What does that mean? Is it a race? Like you're rolling to see who can get... Yeah, the White House Easter egg roll event. It happens every year. I thought it was lawn. a hunt. I didn't know it was a roll. Yeah, it's a roll. They should serve egg rolls. Look, <laughs> it's not the worst idea. It, it is not. <laughs> okay, so far I am uh, three for three. But okay, but performing <laughs> just as we hoped you would. <laughs> to make a quesadilla, all you really need is cheese, and to wrap this around it, a tortilla. Yes, but I what like that your confidence. Like? Is I shaking. know this is like what? This is like third grade stuff. All right, that's. I was giving you easy Jeopardy questions because oh, if okay. I would have just come at you yeah, with I'd hard be mad. questions, I'd be really you'd mad. be all ticked off at me. So fine. You want it, Donna? You're getting it. All right. Just give me Category, one. Category, museums. No. I no. Yeah. Listen one. up, smarty pants. I you want... wanted the mouth off? Here's what you got. <laughs> the Vatican. Hang on. An ad popped up. <clears throat> museums. Clue. The Vatican has an entire museum devoted to these darn people of ancient Euturia. There we go. The Etruscans. Oh, love them. Category American literature for 200. No. Washington Irving's tale of this farmer who takes a big snooze was based on a German folktale. Who is Rip Van Winkle? That's nice, Donna. (laughs) Continue. All right. uh, Historic names for 200. No. In 1984, this 17th century Quaker who governed a colony was made an honorary U.S. citizen. The guy on the oatmeal box. We're going to give you credit for that. That's that's William Penn, everybody. Yes. <laughs> we would have accepted William Penn or Wilford Brimley. <laughs> this is so stupid. One more, one more, then we'll take okay. a break. Uh, historic sites for 200. This ter- Damn it. This territory was formally transferred to the United States at Castle Hill in Sitka. Sitka. 
Castle Hill in Sitka. That's in the United States? It is. This territory was Castle Hill in Sitka. This, I, I need to know the territory? Yes. What is New England? The answer we were looking for, <laughs> Alaska. Damn it, that's Sitka, what I meant. Sitka, Alaska. Love it. Yes. Wow. Wow. Okay. Wow. Wow, we landed the plane. Wow. Got it back home. Wow. With that, guys, we are going to take a break. Uh, Donna, take as long of one as you need. All right. We I'm going to like on. enroll in some you know, online classes right now. History, um, world. Literature. See something, say something Literature. is next. Uh, there was a school in North Carolina who had to remove all of these from their bathroom. Do you think you know what it is? And do you think you know why? We'll get into all that when we come back. Donna and Steve on my talk. Hey, what's up, friends? Stevie Boyd. Stephen Glenn Patterson, for those of you who are wondering, uh, here to talk to you about the Canopy Group. The Canopy Group is crushing it today because they crush it every day because they help Minnesotans. They have a team of 40 professionals helping people save money on homeowners insurance, automobile insurance. You got a snowmobile, you got to insure it. You got a cabin up north, of course, you've got to insure that. You got to insure the boat, all of it. And they can help you in a variety of ways. What they do is unlike what maybe your one agent who has that one company name behind him or her can do for you, they give you one quote. How do you know if you're getting a good rate or not, unless you have something to compare it to? Well, that's the name of the game at the Canopy Group. They have 16 different insurance companies who will fight it out for your business, and they'll do this year after year, by the way. And then the Canopy Group, each year, they'll bring you like the top five quotes and say, look, here's the people, the insurance agencies that are giving you the best coverage at the best price. New customers save, on average, over $800 when they make the switch. You can, too, today at thecanopygroup.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. We're back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun and we believe if you see something, you should say something. So we're going to do that. Hey, if you see something, say something. That is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. So there's a school in North Carolina. That, you know, took a little drastic action. They want to stop kids from spending all day in the bathroom making TikTok videos. So the teachers at this school, it's called Southern Middle School. It's in uh, Graham, North Carolina. And they noticed that kids were going to the bathroom up to nine times a day. And taking way longer than necessary. Yeah, Steve, we know. No, No hate here. We know. So administrators decided to fix the problem by removing all of the, Holly, you have a guess? Uh, no. Bathroom mirrors. You're right. Oh. They found out kids were using the mirrors to film their videos. So they said, you know what? Bye, mirrors. You're all getting taken down. 
And it worked. Students are already taking fewer bathroom breaks and getting back to class a lot quicker. Wow. Now, one parent on Facebook said, maybe they should put the mirrors back up and ban phones instead. And good luck with that. Right? I know. (laughs) Another parent clarified that phones aren't allowed out during school. Kids just can't seem to follow that rule. Why can't you just... This is just me processing out loud, okay? Okay. Why can't you, when you come to school or every class, you have to leave your phone on the teacher's desk? And then if there's an emergency, the parent calls the office. And then if a parent calls the office, the phone gets returned to the child. Thank you. Miss Valentine. Thank you, everybody. Um, we, we wrote that down in the meeting minutes, and we appreciate your take. That would require, though it's not a bad idea, that would require, first and foremost, the honesty of children, of middle schoolers and high schoolers. Well, if they're to, caught with the phone, then okay. they get, you know, some kind of demerit. Which I'm sure scares them not at all. I think it's a little challenging out there to, um, especially in the world of like middle school and high school. You're right. If you go super hard and fast, zero tolerance, you can change things that way. But I think to Holly's point, the toothpaste is out of the tube to some extent. Okay. Um, And they're hiding it, then they're going to be hiding it in their backpacks. And then if a teacher says, hey, give me that phone, and they say no... Then you can end up in a little bit of a uh, standstill unless they're calling the superintendent in or the principal comes in every time or the dean of students, stuff like that. I I don't know. Why can't it just be like, uh, these are the rules. If you want to go to school here, that's the rule. You're wearing a mini skirt. We don't allow mini skirts. You go home. You change. You put your phone in a cubby Mm -hmm. in every classroom. We'll and call if, it the cubby corner. Okay, we'll call it the cubby corner where everybody has it. And if I don't see your phone in that cubby, I'll say, do you not have a phone with you today? Okay. Hmm. Well, Donna, you missed your calling yeah. as an adolescent disciplinarian. I, yes. I would like to be the president of the PTA, but I have no kids, so that would be weird. But it doesn't make your opinions <laughs> Any invalid. Less. Okay, no. thank you. You know, anyone could have an opinion on anything. That's mm-hmm. true. Thank you. Um... Unrelated? No, related. Okay. Because so TikTok is the problem here. You know, there is or is part of this problem. Yes. Um, I, my wife and I had a sort of a, an impromptu conversation last night about other stuff with my um, my daughter, who is a teenager. She's mm-hmm. thirteen, and um, I said toward the end of it, and it was a really good conversation, and it was it was all good. But toward the end of it, I said, "You want to let me? If you think that." dad has a high standard in this area or is stricter than you would be in this area I said let me tell you where you ain't seen nothing yet social media i said i bet your friends have it and all that i said let me tell you i'll just set the table now we will be the weird family that is on it the latest your your friends will be on it and all of that and you'll be thinking why won't I? So there will be bumps in the road ahead whenever you're in ninth grade or 11th grade and you're like, I just want to be on TikTok. I want to keep you away from that as far as... It was the first time social media ever popped up 
in a conversation with our uh, oh, kids. Oh, wow, that's surprising. She hasn't asked for it. Um, and it turns out because she, A, isn't too interested, and B, already knew that it would be a no. Okay. But, yeah, I set the table for, haven't told the other kids yet, but, like, this will be a very long runway. I've, I have a, um, an 11-year-old son who I said, are any of your friends on social media? He said, yeah. I said, like, what social media? He said, Twitter. I was like, Twitter? No, he, meant, he didn't mean Twitter. No, Donna, he meant Twitter. Stop it. Twitter is one of them. And he was like, and I think they're on Instagram, too, and all this. And I just thought, golly, that is just, I would love to hear, I'd love to hear a parent's um, take on why they think their kid, what are the benefits of them being on social media? And I'm sure there is one, which is connection. And keeping, you know, not feeling like you're out of the loop, right? If all your friends are connecting that way, that can feel really lonely. But it just seems that the risks outweigh the benefits at an early age in particular. I agree with you. You know what I'm saying? This is, this is like for your daughter, these are her like real formative years, yeah. right? This is who's going to, this is a time that's really going to determine how she feels about herself. Right. You know, how she grows as a person or how she could be stunted or harmed by, you know, negative comments. Not saying mm-hmm. that she would get negative. You just don't know people are mean. She would. She's a person. Right. Any person gets negative comments, you know? Yeah. Yes. And so, yeah, you want to sort of. How she can handle that. Yeah. You want to kind of like maybe ease into that kind of thing and, and again anecdotally i've seen too many adults with fully developed brains yeah who have great difficulty managing the world of social media yeah. and comparison and bullying and mean things and things that you didn't go on there to see that now you're seeing and a sort of speech that you're not wanting to hear but boom it's out there because somebody wanted to tweet about it or yeah. post on tiktok about it it's it just feels like that is something we should walk slowly Toward. Yeah, you know what Not we should wrong. do? We should like, I don't know, do we do it today? Maybe 1045-ish. We take some calls from people. How do you handle your kids and their use of social media? What are the rules of the house? Are there any rules or you just let them just go? Well, yeah, yeah, that, that would be interesting. Because I one phrase I said to my daughter last night, and again, the conversation we were having had nothing to do with social media, had to do with uh, another topic, and it was a really good conversation. But I said, you know, ultimately, the job of me as a parent is not to not to please 13-year-old Addie. Right. I'm looking. I want 30-year-old Addie right. to come to be back a with, an, person. with yes. an understanding of, like, that's why mom and dad lay the framework yeah, that way. Yeah, I love way, that. All right. Uh, 1045, let's do that. And if you want to send us an email, Donna and Steve show at mytalk1071.com. Thank you, Holly Roberts. Bye, Donna Juan. Thank you. I meant, <laughs> I meant Donna Donna Hit one, R? two. I okay, Donna, I, we'll work on that. We'll have uh, a little music news coming right up. Hey, friends, it's Steve. You know, the season is changing, and now is the time to begin planning your winter adventures here in Minnesota. From dog sledding across a frozen lake to dining in an igloo, winter can be magical in Minnesota. So start planning your winter getaway and visit one of the world's largest malls or catch a touring Broadway production. Get your free monthly travel e-newsletter and start planning your dream trip or browse through endless events and activities happening throughout the entire state by visiting ExploreMinnesota.com.